joined this evening by frank down in austin frank how are you buddy you sound much better now i think you faded your mic and then i did okay so it sounded like a little bit of a bat cave situation yeah it was i was adjusting the uh the power to my microphone brian brian was coming live to us from uh what you call it uh sorry the space station yeah no, I was gonna say the SpaceX rocket. SpaceX rocket. Post, he was lucky enough to get a, spe- a seat on top of the Starship today. Yeah, the post spin. I was coming to you from that. <laughs> that was kind of sweet, though. Yeah, like yes, it spun out of control, and that that is part of that. You know, all those adjustments that they make up there, they're minute, and if they're slightly off, it does not. Um, spirals you know, out of control does not end well <laughs> but uh first off all the telemetry data they collected they'll be able to fix it more importantly seeing something that large get off the ground was insanity like wow, i can only it. imagine how fucking loud that must have been standing there a mile and a half two miles away like those people were had it been so cool frank you haven't seen me get up off the floor on a saturday morning you know what i mean Hello? Hold on. Oh my god. Sorry. Is this on? You're gonna have to this is on. What? Jesus Christ. So um unbelievable. Uh yeah, I I'll say that was pretty cool. Um hopefully they get it to, you know, fully get into orbit next time and complete the flight with because essentially what happened is it's it started um it started spinning mm-hmm. and they hit self-destruct on it yeah which is kind of cool uh i didn't i didn't know they had that feature it well, makes total sense yeah because you don't want a thing no. that big yeah. plummeting back down to earth yeah yeah um but yeah cool man like I, I know we all hate on elon musk and he deserves all of the hate he gets um he he is doing some cool stuff that is advancing humanity in some components of his life and sometimes that cool stuff is is pretty fucking sweet. That was pretty sweet. Frank, are you taking part in the uh, the bounty that he set out to prove that his family actually comes from Emerald Mine money? Um, his family does come from Emerald Mine money. Oh, then I don't know. Maybe what I saw online was a hoax. Because now, well, now I'm fucking now I'm concerned. No, his dad. Yeah, he he denies it. Yeah, that's what he denies. But no, his dad owned an emerald mine. He he claims it was not operational to the extent of which people think. Which my answer is, if your dad owned it, your grandpa owned it. If your gr- grandpa owned it, he made a shit ton of money from it. Your family history is owning the fucking mine. So, yeah, he put out a million dollar Dogecoin not, you might reward. Be folks on a technicality to, to prove that he's not or something or what was yeah his? it's uh let's see Elon Musk finally put in years old rumor to rest by openly challenge openly challenging people to show evidence that could support whether he or his family has ever owned an emerald mine 
quote, I will pay a million Dogecoin for proof of this mine's existence, tweeted the billionaire after the account Doge Designer urged news outlets propagating the rumor to send proof of it in exchange for 69,000 Doge, a form of cryptocurrency. So I guess I guess rubber meets road here. Um, I I do know that it is known in South Africa that his family owned an emerald mine. I, I again, could that be fake news that's just been spread into the ether? Maybe. Um, whatever. <laughs> it doesn't. That's not the reason people don't like him. Yeah. No. Uh, absolutely so, not. I don't really. I've always. I mean. I guess maybe I just thought that it was. It was accurate, but he said the fake emerald mine. Um, this is back in January. The fa- fake emerald mine thing is so annoying. Like, where exactly is this thing anyway? Uh, yeah. It's going to sound crazy, but my father also had a share in an emerald mine in Zambia. Musk was quoted as saying, "However, the report no longer appears on the magazine's website." Where this quote, li- "This is fucking stupid." Like, th- I, you're right. Th- you're absolutely right. You said it perfectly. This is not the reason people do not like him. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't I don't understand why this is becoming a thing. He's clearly doing it to distract from something else. All the valid reasons that people dislike him. So yeah. don't fall for it. Whether or not his family owned an emerald mine has never really mattered in the bit. I, I think it's more of the, you know, someone probably took some information and ran with it. And whether or not it was true, they probably should have fact checked it. If they fact checked it, they're about to be a million sixty nine thousand dollar richer. Yeah, if I was gonna say not. A million Dogecoin, which in the fact checking business, then they're, yeah, not, yeah, it's uh, the you know, as soon as you sell that, that's gonna great. turn into about two grand. Yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> he's also shown the ability to manipulate markets like that, so hmm, I wonder, yeah, oh, fuck. so um, yeah, man, <clears throat> outside of that, good day. I'm having guinness zero again tonight but i do have a little on deck i've got heineken zero oh, okay. which i love yeah um and if you're <clears throat> if you're a uh austin fc supporter and i, I don't know i think mls kind of does this across because heineken's a uh you know a they're a huge they champions league supporter like yeah they're just soccer supporter but um i think they're a headline sponsor for mls too but um they are sponsoring some version of a um, sober driver program really? to where if you go to Austin FC games and you register as a sober driver, you can get as many Heineken zeros as you want and water. That's cool. For free. That's really cool. Um, really neat. Yeah. I, now, I'm not sure if it's supposed to be as many, but the way they set it up, they don't track it. They just look at your you know, your little thing, and they're like, oh, you want a zero? Sure, whatever, and they just give it to you. Um, huh. So, that's yeah, pretty cool. They charge it to with it, like to some team account for it, and I guess Heineken just writes it off or whatever, but um, yeah, cool cool thing I found out um, going to MLS uh, last weekend, which was fucking sweet. So Did Austin FC win at that game? We, t- we tied. Uh, Austin FC has a significant problem finishing in the final third. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah. Hey, I know all about that, Frank. Oh my goodness. Funny. You mentioned that because Chelsea played this week, midweek and got just fucking destroyed. Well, okay. Before we jump into that, what are you drinking? Oh yeah. Yeah. I forgot. I'm drinking a little Moscow mule, uh, with St. Arnold's ginger beer. 
I did not know they made ginger beer down at St. Arnold. So I only saw that the other day, but they make root beer too. Hmm. I knew they made root beer. I've seen that for years. But I saw ginger beer at Total today, and I was like, let me grab that. And uh, so I'm drinking a little ginger beer action, um, Wheatley vodka, and a little dash of lime juice. Hey, a Moscow Mule cannot go, you cannot go wrong with it. I, 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 I'll be honest, though, and I might be one of the few people, real true-to-fashion ginger beer, mm-hmm. I cannot drink a lot of. No, I mean, I can't either. This is actually kind of burning my throat to the point where it's <laughs> quite uncomfortable, um, but it's making my tummy feel good, so I like so, that. So here's, here's kind of a life hack. If, you, if you've got real ginger beer... And I figured this out because people love goose. Is it Goose Island or Grouse Island or whatever? The ginger beer from Jamaica. Oh, it's not Goose Island because that is a beer from Chicago. I, th- I think it is Goose Island ginger beer, man. Um, Are you talking about Seal, uh, Seal Island? The fuck? No, I think it's called Goose Island. Let's see oh, here. We're getting... It's Gosling's. Sorry. Gosling's Jesus ginger beer. fucking Christ. Okay, yeah. Gosling's true ginger beer. Yeah. Like, made with fresh ginger. So, figured out a hack when I was living in New York, because the Jamaicans go fucking nuts for that shit. Um, because it's delicious, eh? And with rum, it's fucking impeccably good. Add a touch. And by a touch, I mean, like, half and half, if you're a normal human being. Soda water, straight up and down soda water. Just water it. There is enough potency, potency in that ginger to not water that down. Like it's just going to taste like a light, reflect, refreshing ginger beer. That's funny. Uh, especially Topo Chico. If you like a little bit of fizz, yeah. put a little Topo. In. Okay, good. I can see that. I'll, I'll take that into advisement. Advice. Um, advi- no, man, that stuff has kicked my ass before. You, you start getting like, you take a sip and it burns, but mm-hmm. it's not burning because of alcohol. It's like fresh ginger, just. <laughs> <laughs> I fucked up. I uh, I made I made this drink, and uh, I told Mrs. Brian, I was like, hey, do you know St. Arnold makes ginger beer? She's like, no. I was like, you want to try it? She's like, yeah. So I hand her the glass, not telling her that there's vodka in it, because I, I put it was like a full like two-ounce shot of vodka yeah. in this. And she's like, oh, my God, it tastes like shit. I was like, oh, wait, hold on. Handed her the bottle Let's with like a, a, little, a little left in the bottle. I was like, taste that. She's like, what was that? I was like, it was uh, it was vodka and ginger beer. She's like, oh Jesus, you got to tell me. I was like, oh sorry, my bad. <laughs> Coming up with the heat. Yeah, she was like, that tastes terrible. Raw, uh, raw dog in a Moscow meal. Yeah, because the you're right, the vodka was just like floating on top. It was. I was gonna was say like, you didn't even like you just handed her the cup. Yeah, it's probably not even stirred. No, properly. there was it wasn't even any uh, lime juice in there. It was just here you go. Here's a. Here's <laughs> a vodka float. Enjoy. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, let's quickly. We, we've got two two topics off the bat tonight. Yep, which is kind of cool. So I mean, I'll quickly right I'll quickly cover mine, and then we can get in a little bit of sock talk because right. it's only Brian and Frank on the cast, and you know what happens then. Well, um, yeah. well, we just derail. My pants are already off. That's what usually <laughs> happens. Okay. Good. What do you got? Um, so, oh man, there's a Chelsea joke in there, but I'm not going to make it. Don't. Um, so, soon. no. So we we talked before the cast, but I, I figured we'd save some of the content um, today. Uh, well, my, so my wife's been talking about getting a security system for the house for a while, and I did research, and she did research, and we eventually got you know 
experts, quote unquote, to come out. Now, it, first off, experts for residential security systems. All right. Like, I don't know. About as useless as a new car salesman. Yeah. You you got some high right, school like, dropouts. I'm driving switch off the lot. I hope it works. If it doesn't work, you know, I've got a warranty. Who cares? You got a 21-year-old um, kid with fresh ink on his GED. And he's out exactly. here slinging uh, residential security systems to you. That's, you know what? It's good. It's good. So with that being said, um, we get these people out. Insane amounts of like, I don't know, walk around the house. How many cameras do you think you need? How many? Da, 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 da. Okay, whatever. Did Eventually, you... I kind of come up with a pick list on my own and I start pricing this shit out. And I'm like, man, like ADT they're like, oh, yeah, your system's going to be about, let's call it $1,900, and we're going to charge you over the next 60 months, you know, for the equipment. Like, 60 months is like five years. In five years, these cameras are going to be uh, not good anymore. Yeah. Um, so I was like, okay, um, I don't know, not sure what to do. Let me, you know, go on YouTube for reviews yeah man oh man was that a fucking lifesaver so i go on youtube people start talking they're like yeah do not go with adt do not go with these people they're upcharging out the ass for these smart you know systems just pay for simply safe it's super easy to install and frank took the advice because i trust youtube <laughs> if enough youtubers are like this is good i'm like all right let's do it <laughs> so um uh i'm a whore for a good youtube review man like i'm not even joking I, we were talking about this the other night i got fucking down the path of disney youtube mm -hmm. like way down the path way down that rabbit hole okay disney food blog that lady has something oh that's how we she's planned got, out our trip to disney um, yeah oh, she's got something going on she's like our cadence is the same every video yep you know, Whether like, she's talking about a kid getting dismembered on the Manahorn or if she's talking oh, yeah. about like a good cheesecake to find over at Epcot. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I mean, trust me, she's going to cover both in 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. um, so so that lady, you know, has me has me deep in the bowels of just Disney. And and all of a sudden I was like, oh, let me look up security systems. In any case, Frank's a sucker for YouTube. I can watch YouTube for days. Um so I get done with, uh, you know, finding out about these reviews and everything. Then I start pricing out the systems. First off, if you're buying these smart security systems through ADT or Brinks or any of these people, they're charging you like a 50 to 60% upcharge on the equipment. Um, second, uh, the install. You don't need to pay anybody unless you're like afraid to get on a small ladder or whatever. You can do this on your own. <laughs> These systems, especially Simply Safe, is like a quick pairing system. It's super simple, technically, you know, not savvy. Uh, folks could do this very easily. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, no, I was I was quite impressed by it. Did the install? Very excited about it. Um, and I mean, just the simplicity of it, right? Like. We were talking earlier, um, you know, how just absolutely infuriating it is to just pair anything with an Alexa or pair anything with a Google, uh, whatever their version of Alexa is. These folks have figured it out. 
they're like, oh, fuck this. You know, you hit a button and the base station, which is should be like an Alexa, right? The base station is like, oh, I see a door sensor. <laughs> Do you want to name it? <laughs> which Do you is want so to the opposite of everything that Alexa does. Yeah, no, uh, like Google Home Mini. I still don't have Spotify correctly synced to my Google Home Mini. I don't know how, don't know why, but every time I try to play something over there, it's like, hmm, we've signed you out from your account. Like, bitch, I did not ask you to sign me out of anything. Stop signing me out of shit. Meanwhile, Mrs. Brian walks over to it, plays right away. I'm like, thanks. All right, cool. Mm -hmm. Cool, cool, cool. Really appreciate this. And I asked her, I was like, well, how did you set it up? She's like, I didn't. I was like, perfect. That's great. That is. You go through all of it. Yeah. Yep. It was done on my on my phone, like because you know I use the Google Home app, mm -hmm. and I set all that shit up, and it's pretty cool. Like once you figure out how to do it, you can set it up to like even my like really cheap like Shenzhen's own fucking Wi-Fi plugs can connect mm -hmm. into the Google Home, and I can you know hey you know hey Google turn off the living room light and the lamp turns off. It's nice. It's great. Wonderful. When it works. When it works. Can't get Spotify to fucking work, but we got the lamp to turn off. Jesus Christ. And you like know, if it, you it, have it, like multiple lights hooked like synced up through whatever, you know, light control app you have, mm -hmm. that shit doesn't recognize any of those, but it recognizes the individual lights. It fucking blows my mind. So if I have like three lights that I want to say come on at the same time, can't do it through Google mm -hmm. Home. It I fucking tell it and it's like doesn't recognize. Don't does not compute, and then it tells me to go fuck myself in Googleese. So, wow, yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's for as as quote unquote smart as these devices are, uh, I, it's incredible how stupid they are. So it, when you ask a Amazon or Google device to play music, for some reason, um, it, it cannot process through two music services so we we because we have prime amazon music is part of it and then we also pay for spotify right i don't pay for the prime music family plan or whatever so only one device can play amazon music at a time if amazon music is already playing can you please then default to spotify right do not tell me amazon music is playing on another device would you like to play from here instead? It's it's like God damn it. There's this is not that difficult. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like if this one doesn't work, see if another music player is available. If not, you know, then offer. It just yeah, stupidity. Stupidity. The audacity of these fucking companies. I, the like the thing that we talked about, like just. The simplicity of everything is exactly right. You shouldn't have to be a fucking like computer coder to no. get shit to work. We, when you turn things on and they are of the same company, they should recognize one another. It's great. Yeah, when that don't, shit don't even get me started with Wi-Fi routers, and because of the amount of IoT devices people have on networks now, these routers need to be reset two or three times a week. It just is. Most routers are not built to have this many connections sustained. And I mean, for whatever reason, the routers don't come automated with a reset cycle at like fucking 2 a.m. Or there's nothing asking you in your setup to say, hey, 
we suggest, you know, if you're running smart devices on their Wi-Fi, we suggest a reset at least once a week. When would you like to do that? Might I suggest a router that does do that? <laughs> no, so, mine does. I was going to say, my... I, I'm not saying... But that's that's too much technical detail. Oh, yeah. People, right? It's like it, it, the reason that these customer support hotlines are so full of dumb calls. Yeah. And the reason they ask you to reset your router first off is because that's more likely than not, that's going to solve it. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know, man. It's <laughs> there's some really easy things that can be done with tech in the house that can save, you know, grandma and grandpa from hours on the line with Spectrum or whoever. Oh my God. You know what? I've, so my in-laws have been retired for both of them at least four months now. And what I've learned is service calls are public interaction for retired folks. I swear to God, like, it's like, Hey, uh, There's an we, age where you just want to be on the line. With yeah, the they're either. Rep. Yeah, let me talk to. Hey, I got to call my customer care representative for my fucking my outdoor lighting system. Oh, the pool. Jason, me again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, uh, no, I I don't have to sit through the toll free number. I just call my guy. I got his extension. Like, oh my god. I, <laughs> if you know your party's extension, and he's, and your, your in laws just have a phone book. Of yeah, they're like flipping through the Rolodex. Hi, is this Jason over at uh, Pets and Supply? No, yeah, they're beyond that. They're like, "Hey, this is Pets and Supply." You're like, "No, no, no, no." I need the Jason in accounting because he's the guy who helped me last time, not Jason in customer service. Well, no, sir. I think customer service can help you. No, 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 no. You don't know what you're talking about. Nothing against you, Jason. I need the other Jason. The Jason who's been with the company for 24 years. He's knows what's going on. He started out in your position, okay? He like knows the whole history of the company war like org chart. Like, Jesus, what is happening? But I, I'm I'm not even kidding. They've had four different service repair techs or four uh, far, sorry, four different service repair calls for their refrigerator well, in uh, the last two months. Now I know that you you understand that that world. Oh yeah. Now what I don't get what is, kind, hold on wait what kind of fridge uh they i don't remember what they were getting rid of a whirlpool and getting a frigidaire or some shit i don't fucking know oh, okay uh we suggested they not go with the frigidaire and they bought it anyway but well you know we'll see how that works out for them um but like have you ever like i don't know there i feel like sometimes people with service repair issues like almost bring it upon themselves they're like asking for it because it's like, how do you get that unlucky that you get a brand new refrigerator delivered that does not produce ice in the year 2023? Oh, that's, like, yeah. The ice maker runs, but it just, mm, I don't know what happens. The, the, just, the problem's fine. Though. Yes. You're just like, how does that fucking happen? <laughs> the door fell off the new car. Like, what the fuck are you? What? How does this? Yeah. But it's like consistently weird ass problems. Like, well, my Wi-Fi router caused a fire to start in my outdoor <laughs> grill. So I don't know. It's just wild shit like I'm that. So, I'm sorry. Is it grill connected? Yeah, no, it's wire? not. But that's that's what makes it weird. It's, I think it's actually it's a it's a it's a it's a charbroil uh, charcoal grill. Yeah, like it's, I somehow it had charcoal in it. I hooked a trickle <laughs> charger up to my lawnmower. Next thing I know, my pool's shooting fire. So. <laughs> I think they're connected. <laughs> like, cool. We'll come out and troubleshoot that. 
what? Take a look at this chain of fucking <laughs> daisy events. Yeah. yeah, like okay, well you mowed your lawn opposite direction this week, and now you're telling me that your shower head is only blowing cold water. Okay. <laughs> Well, I'm glad you keep records of all this because this isn't making a whole lot of sense to me, but we'll come out and check it out. Yeah. The only thing I can relate to this to is the fact that the carpet underneath my bed's dirty. Yeah. I don't understand. I, when, I'm embarrassed Stacey's to say. going to get around to cleaning that, but I keep telling her the damn lawnmower is on the fritz. I'm embarrassed, <laughs> I'm embarrassed to say this, but I didn't run the Roomba last week, and I think that's what might be causing the attic roof to sag. Like, what? <laughs> But all that to say, like, there there are people, and it's not just home repairs. Like, I feel like those problem people exist in all walks of life. Like, there's the car problem people, the people who literally, oh, yeah. like, yeah, my fucking wheel fell off. How did your wheel fall off today? What is that happening in there? Like, yeah, my paint's chipping. Yeah. It's peeling back. And uh, my exhaust is, uh, it's made out of platinum and a homeless guy stole it. So, it's tough. Well, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you right now, uh, car talk was the perfect example for these people. Oh, yeah. Because they would come on once a Sunday, there'd be a call, and you're like, uh, excuse me, what? Yeah. What is wrong with your car? And, you know, like, eventually when recording devices got pretty um, pretty standard and people had phones or whatever, you know, easier ways to record shit, they would... Um, <laughs> They would play it on the phone oh, through yeah. the receiver, right, to the guy, and he'd be like, "Yeah, I've never heard that before." <laughs> <laughs> before so that, though, car, it, car talk was is fantastic. I, oh, I mean, yeah. it's no longer, but it, it was a great show. I mean, before they had recording devices easily accessible, it was just some asshole on the phone going, "Yeah." I don't know what's going on, but my car's going. Oh, the that's an easy one. It's just this. What are we doing? What? How good are you, Michael Winslow from Police Academy? Like, there's no. You're not fucking recreating sound effects, asshole. No, but I'm gonna be honest. Those car talk hosts had the patience to sit there, and a lot of the times they would get it right. Because they would they would listen to the sound and they'd be like, okay, well the engine is misfiring or like you know yeah. like well it's, they, it's, they would they would be able to kind of diagnose it and then be like okay well this is what I would do and if they if you take to the shop and they tell you this then you know that's probably true but if they tell you this they're just trying to sell you shit I'm like, gonna blow your mind right here you ready the same way that mechanics work on cars like that. The same is the exact same way that a psychic comes into a room and is like, mm, "I'm picking up an old man with a G sure. name." The G sure, sure, name. Sure. He's like, "Okay, your car's making a sound. Okay, when's the you know change the transmission fluid in your four hundred thousand mile uh, like Honda Accord?" When's the last time you touched it? <laughs> yeah, and he's like, "Well, funny you mention that. I, I, I took a chopstick and jammed it down in the intake manifold to see how the oil was holding up in there and." The chopstick came back half missing. I'm like, oh, okay, all right. And that chopstick, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna guess, was uh, wood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. There we go, and we're back. Sorry, we had a little bit of a break. Brian had to get a refill, and Frank was practicing practice mode with his Simply Safe. So, um, good news, <laughs> it works. So you hear that, robbers? Uh, step the fuck back. Simply safe's on the lookout. Yeah. Uh, question. 
Uh, Frank, I meant to ask you this: uh, when when people were coming out to look at your house and like get you set up for the, you're getting quotes and everything. Did it feel like your house was getting cased? Like, did it feel like someone was like the fucking the wet bandits were coming in and taking a look at your house? You know, I I had I had thought about that. It it is awkward because they're like, oh yeah, you got some windows in here, and they're in your master bedroom. Yeah, man. Uh, do have windows in here? You are correct. This is odd. Um, <laughs> if is it feel like they were given an ocular pat down like Mac from uh, It's Always Sunny? And they're yes. like, I could totally break in this window if I wanted to, and like <laughs> I can roll across the floor and stab, 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 stab. You'd be dead in your sleep. You wouldn't do anything about it. Yeah, that's right. I would steal your whole family. You really need to get this house protected. Piece of shit. It's just how it's how. Uh, how overly aggressive they are with the the sensors right yeah. so it's like i mean if if you i, I don't know I, this isn't fort knox um why not or <laughs> could be if the, if the door opens right and the alarm is on unless the alarm gets disarmed in you know 30 seconds sound the alarm um if you hear glass breaking, you know, sound the alarm. Right. If like the motion detection to me is kind of like almost the last line of defense. Right. Right. Like you're already in the house. So I'd like to mostly just prevent you from getting in the house, detect where or how you got in. So, I mean, I guess, I guess the way you could get into this house is by having, you know, uh, one of those like, fucking like glass cutters with a suction cup in the middle you could remove that make no glass breaking noise yeah right and then macgyver your way because the sensors i mounted had to be mounted specifically for the dogs so it doesn't go off when the dogs are rolling around yeah um so it's like i guess you could crawl around on the floor and do all this but you know like my thought process is also that a robber isn't really that interesting. <laughs> yeah. You know, or not nearly as committed to my house. So, um, yeah, it's kind of, it's actually kind of funny. Uh, yeah. I but, mean, the, the real, the reality is like, yeah, you're going to, you're not fucking Jason Bourne or, uh, is that Catherine Zeta Jones movie where she, and like, she's fucking hot and like scooching across the floor underneath all those laser beams. That's not happening at, mm-hmm. at Brian's house. Here in North Texas, that's not a happening now, if, here. If, if I had a Fabergé egg, you bet your ass I'd be protecting. I yeah, you probably wouldn't be in my house, you know. Like, <laughs> wouldn't be in my house. Like, I'm sorry, any place that I lay my head is not going to be also near a million dollars worth of easily concealable <sighs> jewels. Like that's not that's not going to happen. This is true, you know. This is true. I'm not yeah, a that's... how you say a fucking moron, but you know, I guess to each their own. I don't know. My bedside drawer is just filled with diamonds. Even still, uh, you know, I keep them here in the bedside table because I got so many. No, but, but think about this, right? Like a door sensor, just put it on the fucking drawer. Yeah, problem solved. If the solved. drawer gets opened, sensor goes off. You know, whatever. Take the jewels. I, I'm gonna know who took them because I've got cameras. You know, like yeah. I don't know. I don't know. If you really want to walk out with shit in this house, I guess you could. There's an alarm that's gonna go off. Maybe the cops show up ten minutes later. You could be gone, but there's going to be footage of you doing it. 
Well, I got two um, two things. One, <clears throat> if you had a had an arsenal of weapons, you could take down the assailant yourself. Um, obviously, joking. Uh, two, did you see? Uh, I know you didn't. I know you're not a big TikToker as as I as I am. Um, but uh, a, a quick little fun video came across my my for you page on TikTok this week, and it was a lady who had uh, she was in a car accident, a very bad head on collision in in. The, in Austin city limits, not the festival, in the city limits of Austin. And the driver who hit her head on at like three in the afternoon on a fucking Wednesday uh, was very intoxicated. The fire department was there. The ambulance was there. And they were like, okay, y'all are all taken care of. Luckily, the lady was okay. And the person who hit her was like, you know, okay-ish. But she was there waiting for over an hour for the Austin Police Department to show up. Excuse me, to give the guy a breathalyzer so that he could be legally, you know, arrested for driving while intoxicated yeah. and be charged and have all the records cleared on this lady's accident report. Because otherwise, it looks like she just fucking got in a goddamn head on collision with another motorist and that's treated very differently than a drunk a driving drunk driver. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, nobody should be surprised by that. The Austin Police Department, along with significant majority of the police departments in this country, have mailed it in. They, um, as soon as defund the police became a thing, they all pretended as though they all got fucking defunded. They and, got T Rex arms. Oh, I can't stop criminals. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And now, now it's like their their point. I guess so. So, so, so here's the thing. No one's defunding actually stuck. I don't know if anybody knows this, but what? in Austin, we never defunded the police. Even in after Portland, they fucking they killed citizens, they didn't like, defund them. Sorry? I said even after they killed citizens, they didn't, like on camera, they didn't defund those fucking police. Exactly. So we didn't defund the police here in Austin, even though the police chief and all these fucking, you know, bootlickers are trying to tell everybody we defunded them we didn't touch their budget nope their budget is 570 odd million dollars of the city's um 600 million dollars <laughs> no i think the city's budget is just over one and a half billion dollars or something jesus um any case city budgets you know 50 percent cops yeah uh <clears throat> never got defunded not a cent got taken from them uh, yet they are actively under patrolling, actively choosing not to show up to certain nonviolent crimes. Um, in violent crime cases, they're late. Uh, people are actively being robbed. They don't show up. So I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know what point they're trying to prove, but quite frankly, I think I hate them more today than I did five years ago. So I don't really, I don't really think what they're, what they're trying to do is, is winning over the right folks. Yeah. It seems like, uh, it seems like when you are the, uh, paternal or eternal aggressor, um, mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden you try to play a victim while still being the aggressor. Uh, it seems, uh, disingenuous and, uh, really fucking really weak shit is what it is. Yeah. They, they obviously convince some folks, right? Like, uh, I guess I you convinced know, I guess my dad. Lives I guess. <laughs> yeah. So they, they clearly convinced some folks that 
what's happening in Austin and Portland and is because of defunding. No, it's not. Uh, literally none of the defunding efforts worked. Um, defunding in and of itself is a misnomer. That wasn't the intent of that whole movement. It was right. the dumbest fucking nomenclature ever invented. But I said that from the beginning, um, mind you, that it's just absolutely doornail dumb to call it defunding the police or even you know suggesting um the words defunding was just stupid um terrible brand strategy (laughs) thank you for that pr frank i love that (laughs) any case you know that's not again sort of like the emerald mine it's not the fucking important bit here it's not the reason Um, people don't like you cop no um and and your performance after you know claiming to have been catastrophically defunded um you know when all of the figures suggest otherwise is just dragging down your credibility even more I, i i don't know how cops think they're going to be liked in big cities like they're already mailing it in in chicago yeah and they're saying it's because of the new mayor. The new mayor doesn't take office until fucking the middle of the summer. Get out of here. Hey, it's the the coming, the idea of, I oh, my back hurts. I yeah. Man, dude, again, if you're the eternal aggressor and you're playing a fucking victim, shut the fuck up. It's the same way yeah. for people who... We didn't talk about it last week, but I really wish we did. Uh, and I apologize for not bringing it up, but I didn't feel like cutting into bar- barbecue talk. Um also, also, we got some weird QAnon fucking hits on Instagram last week. After, no, I'm just kidding. Anyway, um, I did have a legit sidebar. I did have a legit argument about barbecue versus grilling. Um, an executive at my company came to me and was like, why didn't we put that we were barbecuing on the announcement that we sent out to everybody? I go, real quick, we didn't fucking barbecue. And he goes, yeah, we did. I go, what is barbecuing? And he's like, it's cooking outside. I go, that's grilling. And he goes, what? And I brought up, a f- I had my goddamn research because I hate to break it to y'all, but I am a communications professional at this point. Oh, but I mean, that that is a very important distinction. You're going to disappoint a shit ton of people. I go, I go, go down hot dogs and... And burgers. I told him that. I told him. He was like, what? But it's the same thing. Everybody knows what it is. I go, I'm going to tell you right now. You are going to have some hefty boys very upset with you if you tell them there's going to be barbecue and they show up and there's no ribs, there's no brisket, there's no pulled pork. There's not even... You You got Wagyu hot dogs at one place, but you didn't get Wagyu hot dogs at another. All I'm going to say is this big boy was upset, okay? Because, yeah, I snuck to two different locations to experience what the cookout was like. Yeah, 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 cool, cool, cool. Mm-hmm. One of them had Wagyu hot dogs. Frank, I'm here to tell you right now, Wagyu hot dogs is a thing, and it's fucking delicious. <laughs> so, <laughs> is that all? I'm guessing it's all the trimming from it's all, the yeah. cuts. That yeah, that's okay. all it is. But I got it. It tastes better. You know the difference between a regular, like, uh, all-American Frank? It's fucking fat is what it is. Cool. Cool. <laughs> I'm sure it's good. <laughs> don't have to convince me. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> but I'm, I, I use this comparison. Think of the difference between, like, an all-American dog, uh, sure. an all-beef Frank, and yes. then beyond that is... Vienna sausages and shit on the lower on end. On the lower end. That's over here. That's over yeah. here. I'm, I'm going to the left. Yeah. Okay. On the higher end. 
fucking Wagyu hot dogs. Wagyu's like at the end, yeah. I fucking, I mean. You know, fucking Wagyu it fucking, up, eh? What am I going to do here? <laughs> anyway. about, yeah, maybe go to the fucking football game yeah. later. Have ourselves a hot dog right yeah, there with a little uh, cup of beer. I don't know. Gore, what do you say? Bear time. Fucking gourmet. Oh, bears. Anyway. Oh, bears. Last week, I forgot to bring it up, uh, but we were we were cruising so well. I didn't want to I didn't want to fuck up our flow, like I did this week. But yeah, don't derail. Q talk. <sighs> Big Q. Here we go. Uh, we talked about the aggressor being the fucking victim. How about every fucking small dicked fucking receding hairline asshole riding around in a giant lifted uh, Chevy or Dodge pickup truck, driving over cases of Bud Light <laughs> in the last three weeks. Oof. You have you have seen the controversy that Anheuser Busch is going through right now, right? Well, yeah. is it controversy? Oh, it's oh, it's controversy. Contro- it, it's not controversy to Anheuser Busch because these people are driving over product that they've already fucking paid for. So well, what are you doing? <laughs> Remember when they burned Nikes? Oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that. I mean, oh, we all forget about it, but it's like these people are. Oh, yeah. You know, they're really a fan of consumerism anarchy, I guess. I don't know what you want We're, to call they're it. They're for freedom as long as it's... If you have to go buy the product before you destroy it, just don't buy the fucking product. <laughs> I don't... How are and we going to own the libs if we don't show us on TikTok driving over it in a fucking truck that also supports the things that I don't like? <laughs> yeah, but also, you know, if you're having to, in Kid Rock's case stand call it five feet maybe 10 if you're being like you know i guess no so call it 10 feet maybe five if you're being generous he was fucking close to that stack of bud light oh the the ones that he shot you fire an automatic you know ar-15 and miss two-thirds of them also, um, I don't know if people fucking really caught on to what was happening to whatever was to the right of the camera, but there was someone off camera to the right firing tracer rounds downrange as well because there were bullets coming from two different angles. Oh One was God. firing tracer rounds, which, cool, whatever. Uh, but what they were doing is highlighting, because tracer rounds just basically light up yeah. where the bullet's flying, highlighting how badly everyone was missing the fucking stack of shit at the table. <laughs> It's, it's just like, yeah, I mean, you couldn't be closer to, you would have to be, you know, point blank range. You would be getting spray back. Blank. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, uh, I don't know, man, it's comical. Cause it's, it's all just posturing. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know why, you know, it's, it's kind of similar to CRT, right? I mean, like, I don't know why they, well, I know why these things are getting created, but I don't know why people keep keep getting drawn in to care about this shit. Like, trans people existed 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 100 years ago. They're going to exist 10, 20, 100 years from now. And we have a social construct in society by which we have agreed to, in modern times, accept people for who they are, you know, move past gender gender race gender you know, sexuality. and sexuality <laughs> well, not gingers we have not gotten that okay. is not part of the construct have, they have not caught um, on to common we, folk no, gingers still have a debt to society um okay. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, become a dominant uh genetic uh whatever um like trait yeah yeah 
and then we can talk. Um, no, so so uh, you know we've got the social construct that we've all agreed to to some extent. Now, if you haven't caught on to the trans part yet, that's okay. I'm not. I'm not saying there's like you know. I'm not. I'm not. I am not going to say that every single person in society all of a sudden needs to hop on the we accept trans people train because we all know that's not how society works. Okay, but at least be, you know. There's a difference between be intelligent I, I, in your discussion and the questions that you're asking. In your, you know, we can have reasonable discussions about why this is the same as someone being gay or someone being, you know, like I understand it's 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 a wild concept for some people. I get that. I'm not I'm not in disagreement with that part, but it's the the animalistic, just pure, like. I, I I don't know, just idiocy. These people are so dumb in their arguments and in, in how they want to discuss these issues. And then they're like, yeah, and you're just going to force it down our throats and not discuss it. And it's like, dude, there's nothing to discuss if your starting point is you're turning the frogs gay, right? Like, it's like, that's the level of fucking intellect that you're dealing with here. It's, it's ridiculous. Yep. Well, all I got to say is I've never been prouder of a shitty beer company. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, but, so, it, so what, what it's I'm also funny. what I'm also proud of is people actually like you know getting involved with the research that goes behind uh, like this a boycott or a ban and realizing ah fuck none of these beer brands are fucking are on my side here none of them none of them are on my Not, side none of them none of them you 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 probably need to go find. Those close those Some, breweries who closed down during COVID because they said it was a pandemic and they didn't want to close down because the government told us to. And fast forward three well, months later, I'm, they're I'm putting sure. a Facebook post out going, "Please help us keep from closing down because Joe Byron's taking our funds." I am I am sure you can find some backwoods brewery somewhere that is you know support the troops fucking blue lives matter da, 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 da. i guess go get your beer from them have you like, seen have any you... anybody in the in the, in the in the in the main you know the mainstream of society in any capacity whether it be a brand whether it be you know uh <coughs> outside of the republican party a public figure celebrity etc they're not falling on this landmine for your dumbass so either either get with the program and start having a discussion about what it means to accept trans people and why it's important and you know etc cetera, etc cetera. or i guess get fucked because it's it's not this isn't that difficult this is not that difficult i understand having the questions i understand not understanding there's nothing wrong with that but if you're going to come at it from an angle that's fucking, you know, absolutely backwoods and hateful. Fuck off. Get out. So of here. you are describing, for those of you who are backwoods and hateful and are listening to this podcast, Darren, I'm talking to you. I don't know. I'm fucking, I assume that none of our listeners are that fucking dense. But you are looking for the uh, ultra right beer. 
Have you seen the ultra right beer, Frank? I have not. Oh my God. I, I envy you and your ability to uh, tune out from beer Twitter because that's all that's fucking happening over on beer Twitter is people talking about the ultra right beer is being promoted by the conservative dad. <clears throat> sorry. <clears throat> I'm, I'm very sorry. I just, whew. anyway, um, uh, yeah, the conservative dad uh, is promoting the ultra right beer, which you, it is uh, anti woke, I think is what it's labeled as. Um, America's been drinking beer from a company that doesn't even know which restroom to use. Okay, I'm not, you know what? Fuck that. I'm not reading the rest of this shit. Uh, it's a golden ale blend um, that is in production and will ship approximately 30 days after the order is made. You may be asking yourself, what kind of, you know, what, what's in this beer? Only four ingredients, assholes, water, hops, barley, and yeast, because, you know, of all the other woke beers that have ingredients like care, understanding, open-mindedness. I just want my beer to have 4% alcohol with 110 calories. Now, good question, Frank. Thanks for asking. Um, where's this beer being made? Because you can't just, you know, fucking make a, a nation's worth of assholes buying beer uh, in you know, like in a homebrew setup. So you got to pretty much contract brew this thing out, get it canned, get licensing and everything. Well, this is being billed as being 100% made in America in Northern Illinois. Uh, a lot of people online have been speculating exactly which brewery would have the capacity to brew this amount of beer in Northern Illinois. Um, a lot of people incorrectly uh, <laughs> wanted it to be Goose Island Brewing, which does have the capacity to make a shit ton of beer and contract brew out. Um, Goose Island, obviously, um, being owned by An Anheuser-Busch, would be hilarious and just a giant, you know, kick in the teeth for the conservative dad. So that is not happening. That, that is, wasn't Goose Island. Uh, there are other breweries that were... Uh, like people were were speculating, uh, would be contract brew, contracted to brew this beer out. Um, then uh, a day ago, uh, a brewery out of Northern Illinois uh, came out, came right out and said, "Yeah, we absolutely are not fucking brewing that beer." Um, that brewery, I'm trying to fucking uh, Bent River Brewing Company. Jesus Christ. Um, they, uh, the, the, uh, fucking conservative dad reached out to Bent River and was like, Hey, we want you to brew this anti-woke beer. Bent River was like, okay, well, they, they didn't pitch it as that. I should say, uh, they were like, we want you to brew this beer for us. Bent River was like, yeah, sure. Let's do this. And, um, then when they found out that it was an ultra right anti-woke beer, Bent River was like, ah, no, you can get fucked. We're not doing that, which good on them. If that's true. We chose to pass, they said, uh, which is cool. So now a lot of people are out there speculating. Most of them are uh, incorrect because we still don't know exactly who is making this beer. But I feel like um, one of two things are going to happen. One, uh, conservatives are going to be very disappointed because most likely it's being brewed at a brewery uh, that is charging an absorbent amount of money to the conservative dad and therefore to you, the shithead anti-woke consumer, your words, not mine, um, to pay nineteen ninety nine for a six-pack of beer 
that has 4% alcohol and only four ingredients, which I feel like you get what you pay for, motherfucker. Pay $20 to drink six beers that are not going to get you drunk. Okay? Congratulations. Really, really good work all around. Uh, and that $20, the six-pack that you're paying, most of it is probably going to go to the conservative dad's uh, stepson allowance uh, because he really needs to get new tires on his monster-clad Chevy Silverado 1500 that's obviously lifted so he can take his kid to elite baseball games halfway across the country, most of which his kid will not, his, sorry, his stepson won't play in because he's just like his, quote, just like his mama's baby daddy and can't get it together and hit a curveball. So, you know what? Good on you, you anti-awoke beer drinking fuck faces. Um, enjoy your fucking beer. Uh, I hope it gives you chronic diarrhea and um, hope you lose a bunch of money and everything else that you hold dear. How about that, fuckheads? Uh, yeah, I, it, it, it blows my mind that this is a conversation that we're having in 2023. We've been doing this podcast for seven years now and, um, it never ceases. I mean, it never ceases to amaze me, but at the same time disappoints me gravely that we are still having this conversation in the beer world of like the lack of understanding, the lack of compassion, the lack of care that, the average person who drinks such a wonderful, beautiful beverage um, has a capacity to have or uh, not to have and not to share. It pisses me off. I feel like I just wrote a fucking uh, letter to the editor with this soliloquy, um, but it is what it is. I appreciate y'all listening. All right, we're back. I got to get another refill in. Um, Frank, I just hit the folks with a long soliloquy about anti-woke beer. Go back and let's do it. You will enjoy it. I guarantee you will. But you know, I, you know, I, I, I will. I will take a look back, and I just want to before we move on to the next topic, want to confirm: Ultra Right is a brand of beer. Yeah, yeah. It's a. It's a. It's a. a, wow. a basically, like a Kickstarter of a fucking brewing company. Um, they're contract brewing out of some place in Northern Illinois and they're selling it to fucking dickheads on the internet for $19 or $20 a six pack. Um, that doesn't include shipping, by the way, if you fuckheads yeah. are listening and are like, Ooh, I won't get mine. <clears throat> yeah. It doesn't include shipping and it's going to take you a month to get your beer. Does so it, fucking enjoy. I hope they it, put a fucking American flag on some natty light and send it out to you. <laughs> Fuck yourself. Well, that's probably what they're going to be doing. And then also, um, does it come with, or do I need to pay separately for my white hood? Uh, actually, doesn't come with that. Um, it, it cuts the crotch out of your the front of your pants. That way, people can see that you're man. You know, I see. Yeah, and see that way, there. the the leftist government can justify making me a sexual predator and keeping me away from my stepkids' school. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, okay. that's how it goes. Well, man, I mean, yeah, talk about really fucking cornering yourself into a, you know, a really a dumb market, market that, a uh, dumb, dumb market. Yeah. All <laughs> no. right. Yeah. It's no. Very, very, yeah, very similar. Like those guys and the defund the police people should probably meet up and start a PR firm. It's they're the same. They're the same ones. It's fucking the, the Spider-Man meme of all the different Spider-Mans pointing at each other. It's you, it's you, yeah. it's you, it's you, it's you. All the same person. All of them are the same fucking person. It's pretty fantastic. Um, you know what is disappointing on a whole different level? 
um, the state of soccer right now, uh, international or just well, European spe- soccer. Specifically what? Uh, really, it's the soccer that everyone cares about. The only soccer that anyone cares about. It's Chelsea soccer, obviously. It's in a dire state. Uh, we need your thoughts and prayers, America. Uh, <laughs> Chelsea. Just, I, I mean, Chelsea will go for the first year of probably many years without a trophy. And I don't know what we're going to do with that spot that Todd Bowley carved out of the fucking trophy case for the the Champions League trophy. And then he shrunk it down. It was like the FA Cup could come here. And then he shrunk it down. It was like the fucking Premier League. Uh, obviously not going to go that. Maybe the the Carabao Cup, and then he just got some dude in Cincinnati to print up a nice try Todd uh, trophy, and he's put that there in the trophy mm-hmm. case at Stanford Bridge. Things are not going well right now is what I'm trying to say um, in no. West London. And you have draw, uh, uh, what's-his-face Lukaku coming back. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. We, they figured out and that uh, the entire country of Italy doesn't want Lukaku anymore. They want to give him back. Imagine that. Who'd have thought? And then uh, what's-his-face Didier Drogba came out today and said he doesn't even recognize Chelsea at the moment. Which who fucking does? If you've watched Chelsea football for a year, uh, you're going to tell that. First off, for the people thinking back, we started this. Uh, we, we've gone through... This is we're on our third manager, or as in the states we call it, third coach of this season. Yeah. Name another sport where people can go through three fucking coaches in a single season. Especially in in a, in a, a sport that's as tactically you know reliant. driven. Yeah. Uh, um. So, no, I, I I empathize, but what I will say is four years ago. You know, we were talking about how you guys were young and you're, um, you know, you you have all this talent. Oh, yeah. And my, my question is, you know, I think what Chelsea needs to look at is why people don't stay at Chelsea. Because... Uh, it- it, it there's no reason they're in a they're in a great part of London, you know. It's if 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 people are willing to stay at Liverpool, and you know, play for that team and develop their careers around it and whatever whatever. Um, when Liverpool is an absolute dog shit town, uh, same with Manchester. What is what is happening that people don't want to stay at Chelsea as a club? Like what is going on? Um, here's the deal. Chelsea's I, not a club full of, you know, um, made up tradition like Man City is, uh, or PSG. This club has a storied history. Yeah. And in some capacity, either people aren't buying it or they're not buying players that buy in to Chelsea as, a, as, as, you know, the team of their dreams. Cause the number of folks that treat Chelsea as a pit stop. It's a problem. It's, it's a problem. It's fucking bad. So the amount of people who have fucking talent on Chelsea right now, incredible. Like in, in any other like uh squad setup, they would be a fucking a real contributor to just about any squad that they join. But what's amazing is 
we have found a group of fucking 33 people, Frank. Our squad is 33 deep right now. 33 people who all have T-Rex arms when it comes to fucking taking responsibility and actually doing something. Uh, And then when we accidentally find somebody who can take responsibility and take the lead, one of two things happens. They either have a fucking catastrophic injury, Ben Chilwell, Reese James, looking at both of you two, uh, or they just, like, they they get fucking benched by a coach. (laughs) Like, it's, it's fucking infuriating like uh makalu uh mudweke mudrick mudrick i I think that dude's fucking amazing and for some reason didn't goddamn play the entire month of february and part of march he's the dude from the ukraine he's the nordic guy yeah 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 um yeah it's it's the oddest thing man I, i you could tell that kid has talent it makes no sense that he didn't play um when uh what's his face was the coach harry um yeah it it just i don't know i it's tough to say because as a club with tradition this is not something i think your fans are used to i don't think chelsea is used to you know being treated as a stepping stone club no um even even though it's a certain player, right? If you buy a Spanish player, you know their dream is to play for Real Madrid. You know their dream is to play for Barcelona. Um, but what sucks is when you buy them. Calling, from, what sucks is when you buy them from Real Madrid or Barcelona, and they're like, "Oh, they're already fucking. They're they're fucked out. They're fucked out when they yeah. by the time they come here." <laughs> yeah, so it's it's like you've got you've got to be good at evaluating, you know, and building in the window because. You guys, you know, you you had a good signing, and he's been a good player for you guys in Aspilicueta, but you've held on to him for too long. I was going to say, we um, had a good signing 11 years ago when we signed him. Yeah. You've held on for you know to him for too long. Um, and then, for whatever reason, you've done this, like, exploration with Bundesliga strikers. I and, fucking hated um, that. You know... You've got to understand why those systems work and why Bayern Munich works, and you know, a striker that that plays in that system doesn't necessarily automatically come to Chelsea and succeed. No, um, you know, like it just. And to your point, having three coaches doesn't help. You can't really build a team around three different strategies. You know, it's fucking strategies, silly. and it, it all of that does have an impact but ultimately the core problem that i see in all of this is why don't people want to stay at chelsea it doesn't make sense you're you're um, going you're going long term clubs you're going long term with stay at chelsea i'm trying to figure out why they don't want to play when they're at chelsea well that's but that's that's a different thing right like there's nothing to play for this season why would you go no i mean no I, I'm, I'm talking i just just take a snapshot of one month, 28 days, mm-hmm. the month of February, you Chelsea, didn't score a goal. they scored one. And it was oh, sorry. from you Joao scored. Felix, who was on loan and remember, but, had so, just so, come okay. back from fucking three game suspension but, because he cleated some dude in the goddamn kneecaps for no reason. Talk, <laughs> talk about Joao Felix, right? Okay, let's talk about him. Super excited to join Chelsea. Yeah. 
wanted we, to stay at Chelsea. Yeah. Right. I, honestly, all of that stuff. Honestly, I would still like to see him. Like it, there's talks of, of signing him over the summer. I'm for it. I love Great the player. way he plays. Great player. Problem is, is he burnt out by Chelsea at the moment? Oh, right. Absolutely. Folks with no effort. This is not right. He comes from a system. Diego Simeone plays a system where you don't play if you don't put effort in. Um, So, so seeing these players, I mean, the absolute epitome of no effort. Raheem Sterling at the moment on your team. Raheem Sterling is Mr. Hazard himself. Wait, um, who? Not not Hazard, not Hazard. I'm sorry, Hazard's <laughs> Real Madrid. God, Raheem Raheem Sterling is the is the the, Raheem the person. Sterling, no, no, no. But who's who's your who's your your striker? It sounds like Hazard. It's not Hazard. Oh, you're talking about Werner? Werner is no, or not Werner. I'm sorry, uh, Kai Havertz. But Havertz, Havertz. See, here's the here's the deal. Havertz is is producing effort, but the difference is like effort. <laughs> like your washing machine produces effort. And at the end of the day, your clothes end up getting clean. Hazard or uh, Havertz is just running around the fucking pitch with no fucking reason. Raheem Sterling, Raheem Sterling, on the other hand, isn't even running around the pitch. He just has no fucking plan. And it's disappointing. Raheem has never been a player to do that, but it's fuck. Um, It's fucking frustrating. Well, he wasn't a, was never a player to do that except for when man city played Chelsea over the last fucking five years. And he would figure out a way to kick it into gear. Then you've got to remember why. Yeah. Because Because he was, his ass was on the line. Pep benched him all the time. Yeah. Pep, Pep has never bought into Raheem Sterling. I don't know why English fans buy into Raheem Sterling. The dude's a lazy bastard who runs around the pitch, has no plan. He's 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 cross and pray. You know, it, it just it, Raheem Sterling has never impressed me. I don't understand the hype around him. Um, feel kind of similar about Bellingham that everybody's yearning about at the moment. Um, I think that dude's going to go places and just fuck up team chemistry because he's an absolute. Prima Donna. He'll show up somewhere in Italy and just fuck over AS Milan or whatever the fuck, wherever he lands. <laughs> well, they're going to. Liverpool wants to spend like 150 on him. Uh, hey, hey, I, I'm just going to put know. this out there. That's going to be tough to spend 150 million when they're paying that for Mason Mount, you know? I'm just hoping that that happens. Somebody just, buy Mason uh, Mount. <laughs> okay. So, so here's the deal, right? Like this summer, people thought last summer was exciting. Because Barca went up against Chelsea, you know, we were trying to yeah. sign all these players and whatnot. Um, oh yeah, Chelsea's, end, Chelsea's frankly, fax machine us, couldn't come in time. They fucking forgot about time zone differences and yeah. Ooh. But neither, neither of us won that. No, exchange, right? Like we did. We did fine. We got some good players. We also signed some players that we're probably going to get rid of here pretty soon. Um, in the whole business, Barca built a defense. And that was okay. We didn't. Chelsea all the attacking players we were both going for <laughs> were worthless. Yeah. Um, Question: Were y'all in and, the, were y'all in the running for signing Cucurella or Cucurella? Cucurella was one of the ones, but we honestly, you fucking ve- um, best that was, decision that you could have made was not winning that bid. Holy so fucking Christ! He has cost us. He's cost us the, more fucking games. Than I have ever seen a single player cost Chelsea. It is infuriating. If you, if you saw him play at Atletico Madrid, 
that's what he is. I, did, like, I don't think anybody don't, on Chelsea's recruiting squad did. They just saw him at Everton. They're like, he's fucking good, and he's got crazy hair. Sign him. And then he shows up, uh, and it was I, just I don't, like... I don't know what to say about him. He's fucking terrible. I don't terrible. know what to say about him outside of the fact that he, he is what he is. Like, yeah. you know what you're getting. Well, you do you now. You should not be surprised <laughs> by it. You know what it is? I don't think Everton got enough uh, got enough airtime, you know? I feel like they were on the yeah. B and C channels, and then the <laughs> recruiters are like, who's this fucking Cucurella guy? And they're like, oh, he's Cucurella. He's he's, hey, he's a good player. I think... Again, I think a lot of effort. A lot of effort. A lot of doing this. Really I'm moving around. Think with him. Yeah. <sighs> he's fucking... Yeah, so he... He... Uh, man, I don't know why I thought... I'm an idiot. He... He bounced between us and Getafe. I, there must be another Cucurea of some kind in, in Atletico Madrid system. But I remember seeing him play um, in La Liga. I guess it was for Getafe then. And he just, he's always been feisty. He's always had the, you know, how would we, he, he plays on the edge. And uh, it costs you. It costs here's you a lot of the times. He's not. He's not a smart footballer. No, I don't know. Like here's the deal. When yeah, I like as an American it's, it's who's difficult. as an American who's like familiar with American football and American sports in general. When I hear someone who's like, oh, he's playing on the edge, I picture immediately someone who's like very physical who will get kicked out of a game because he's like fired up and trying to win. But what mm-hmm. Frank is saying, <laughs> he doesn't use his head. Is he makes fucking mistakes <laughs> and like he plays on the edge of making a mistake that can cost you the game at any time that's what that means and like i've seen that in other european footballers in particular where the really like an announcer is like oh playing on the razor thin edge he is and like no the razor thin edge for them is fucking losing the game and i guess like a defensive back in the nfl could also be considered playing on the edge because they'll go for my, my high school football coach used to call it hero or zero. You can either yeah. play for yeah, the yeah, interception yeah. and miss it and look like a fucking zero, or you could fucking you could intercept the ball and be the hero. Which do you want so to here, do? Here's here's the thing with him that I think he's still very young. So how he, young is he? You know, because he plays like he's a thirty two year old dried up. He's twenty foot. Motherfucker looks like he's yeah. thirty. I'm gonna be honest with he you. He does. He does. He, so he he's got time, but but. The, the the problem with him again, when you sign Spanish players, not from Barca, not from Real Madrid, if you sign them from every, everybody else, they are pure defensive-minded wingbacks. They are not asked to cross midfield, yeah, get up there, true. you know, switch spots with whoever's playing that, you know, yeah, that right wing, left wing position, which is um, what, what our system fucking thrives, which is in. what your system requires. So everybody goes and they sign these players because they're like, oh, yeah, he came out of La Masia or, you know, he came out of the academy at Real Madrid. There's a reason he's not on Barcelona. <laughs> and and it's pretty obvious, got to be honest, system requires him to be good on the ball and <laughs> just, to be able to you could have you know, left it at be good. And then- <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's it, it, like I understand he he is a great defensive wingback like he is very very good at that. They've been trying but to they uh, once to be, you ask him to play mm-hmm. you know 
let's say him and Raheem Sterling needs to switch spots. That's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. And he, he has to be able to do that within I, your system. What's funny is they try, they've and been trying to, every time they've been trying to play uh three backs, uh, for, like when he's in the game and, or I, I, I'm sorry. Four, That's another mistake because he's four used backs. to four at the back. So. They, they used to, I'm sorry. They, they've been playing four at the back because Chilwell and Reese James are both healthy. So they'll play the back, the wing backs. And they'll yeah. put him as a center back with like Kuka, and that's not with his natural uh, position. Kulabale or somebody not tall enough. Uh, his legs don't work good. He's like fucking he's Forrest Gump fast. back there. He's not fast. He's not that cute. He's fucking. His head is not for football. His hair. Let me is let me let me not get the, Troy Polamalu. Skevel. A center back. He's a center back. How tall do you think he is? He plays like he's five four. We got to be honest with you. He's five six. He's five. <laughs> anybody putting him at center back is just, especially in Premier League. I can understand La Liga. We don't have tall, you know, really anybody. But five foot six in it's Premier League is like tiny. playing with a fucking dwarf at your ankles. That is so dumb. How do you put him against Erling Holland? You don't. And luckily, <laughs> we haven't. Fun. We didn't have to yet. Uh, you know what's wild? So. Yeah. Reese James, uh, the the uh, here's my my theory is the thing that got Graham Potter fired, the second coach for Chelsea FC this year. Uh, the thing that got Graham Potter fired was that he played Reese James at center back the last game before he was just fucking unceremoniously let go. And they were like, "Here's thirty million dollars. I never want to see you again," which is the best breakup you can have if you're getting fucking broken up with. Uh, they put Reese James at center back. Do you know how tall Reese James is? <laughs> no. He is five foot ten. And he plays like he's uh, like he plays like he's six one. You know? He can fucking jump and he's incredibly he's, he, he's, fast. He is good in the end, but, yeah. But it's like it's like giving a wide receiver in, in in the NFL, it'd be like handing a wide receiver a ball off of a handoff and be like, Yeah, he's fast. Yeah, he might get through the line once. But this is not going to happen mm-hmm. play after play after play. He's not going to be your fucking your your trenches guy. This is going to be a fucking disaster real quick. And luckily, Reese James is good enough where he fucking held it together through the game. Like I think he willed Tiago Silva's like testicles that game and fucking kept him from scoring twelve goals on him. But still, just insanity the shit that was being pulled by the coach Graham Potter. Now I want to bring you to another coach who is unceremoniously let go in soccer this season. I know you probably haven't heard of her. Yeah, so so, sorry, just just before we switch, um, just to make it clear, I'm not saying all center backs should be tall, but it is important for them to be kind of tall. Uh, On average, right, you want them like 6'2 or or taller. 6264 is kind of that sweet spot. Uh 56 ain't it. Yeah. And if he's if he's being moved into that position, they're desperately trying to find a spot for him and that's a really bad sign for his career. Oh yeah. Unless he and so all you need to do is go look at Eric Garcia when he was with Man City, then look at him when he came back to Barcelona. These these players who aren't tall enough but also aren't really, you know, good enough on the ball to be able to switch up the wings when you need to be able to do that in attack. 
or fast enough to track back in the case that, you know, they get countered on. They fit in teams, but they fit in a team like Brighton or a team like, you know, um, in, in La Liga, Getafe, Elche, like these teams that need to play a lot of defense and they're never going to push their wings that far forward. That's where those players belong. They're not bad players. In these systems, they are fucking terrible, though, because you cannot get them to do the shit that they need to do for the system to work. That's yeah. that's why when we were talking about the three coaches, all that shit, you know, there's no uniformity in the system that they're running. And not only that, in some cases, they don't even have the right players. Right. <laughs> yeah. it's fun, Or they have the right players. They just have them playing in the wrong fucking position. They have them playing in the or wrong spot. Well, for instance, Jesus Christ. How, how, how Havertz has not been benched for literally any other number nine. I don't know. I, I don't get it. I, I, you know, we talked about this the other day. Uh, I guess it was like two weeks ago. Um, I, I, I mentioned that uh, Pierre Emerick Aubameyang was hurt. He's been hurt since like January. Motherfucker hasn't been hurt. Graham Potter just didn't play him. He hasn't been hurt. He hasn't been hurt at all. Just didn't play him. And like I get like mm-hmm. okay, he's a, he's a bit of an older player uh, in like Premier League standards. But play him at fucking 60 minutes. You're, you're, Sub him in at 60 minutes and let him fucking be the fresh legs up front and have him fucking goat past people. That's what those goddamn... That's what strikers can do at the 60-minute mark when you sub them out. Also, also, hey, 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 have we completely mailed it in in terms of... So, so we're talking about Grand Potter here. I don't give a shit what Lampard does. He's just... He's just going to ride off, it out. They're already off. Yeah. Um, He's there uh, to make sure the fans don't completely burn never, the stadium down. <laughs> what never made sense with Potter was the Obama Yang shit. Oh. His insisting that Polisic was going to do something. It, I don't know. I don't know why Americans think he's the next coming. I don't know either. Uh, I, nothing I, nothing about Polisic screams anywhere near the talent that Tyler Adams displays fucking weekly in midfield for uh, the team who's about to be relegated. I forgot uh, whatever their name is. So he's going to be available. He's probably going to go fix Liverpool's midfield, to be honest. Ah, that's going to be really um, difficult for much, Liverpool to pay for that because they're going to be buying Mason Mount in the summer transfer window. Can't stress that enough. For $150 million. For $150 million. No minimum, less. Minimum. 150. Minimum $150 million. Um, so, so it, it, right. And I'm just kidding about Tyler Adams. I know he's he's probably not talented enough for Liverpool, but the dude is very talented. He, he screams much more talent than anything fucking Pulisic has ever done. Here's the deal. Pulisic is, um, a fan, is fantastic on the ball. Pulisic is sporadic as shit when, pass, when passing and shooting. And that should yep. say enough. And they have the U.S. men's national team has him taking corners from both sides, which is absurd mm-hmm. that they don't have anybody who can take a fucking mid pass better than Pulisic can. It's insane to me. Yep. So okay. with with all that being said, I'm not saying Pulisic is shit. I'm just no, saying he's, there's better talent. The hype around him is is absolutely undeserved. Um, and until he proves something, instead of being to be, you know, effective at diving into a goalpost. I'm going to hold my. He, I'm going to reserve my judgment because he's not proven listen, shit in the Premier League. To listen, last year when that happened, he slid cock first into a fucking into an upright. That was in a Champions League quarterfinal. Okay, that was big shit on the line. They were playing Real fucking Madrid. 
Okay, they went on to win the Champions League, and he took a cock shot by the fucking by the woodwork. Okay, I don't know many. Wait, wasn't this in the World Cup? No. Oh, it was in the World Cup. That's right. Oh fuck. That's how long. That's how long this Chelsea season has been. I fuck it. It felt like it was twelve months ago. I'm not even kidding. I forgot no, that was a World, World Cup. Cup. Uh, that so, was a bad so, dick shot. He was on the ground for like eight minutes. He was. He was. Uh, he was milking so, that cock I, for not, all it was worth. I'm not trying to God. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm not. I'm not going to be. Um, you know, over here trying to say, you know, there's a there's nothing wrong with Chelsea inherently Shit. but there's something seriously wrong with spending 680 billion million not billion million uh, 680 <laughs> million uh, uh, pounds it felt like 680 billion pounds it did um, on players and not having a plan None. And that's the part that I think is the crazy bit here is there's a lot of talent on that team. It is very unclear what system they're trying to put together because you cannot have Aubameyang, Havertz, um, you know, Raheem Sterling, a dude from Ukraine who's fucking awesome, but I keep forgetting his name. Mudrick. Mudrick, Mason Mount. Uh, at one point the season, you still had Willian on the team. Like oh, that was, that you've was got, ago. you've got all this shit. Yeah, right. That's not including all the and, people we have on fucking loan at various places throughout um, Europe. Uh, you've got Lukaku. <laughs> we've got Lukaku. <laughs> so we've that, got we've got goddamn uh, not Ruben Loftus Cheek. Who's the other guy? Callum Hudson Odoi. He's still on fucking loan. Isn't Timo Werner coming back too? No, that we sold his ass. He's he's gone. He got gone. sold. Yeah. Okay, I wasn't sure if he was a loan or a sale, but. No. You, you've got you've got so many folks on roster, right? Where Graham Potter, now I understand, I have sympathy for the dude because he was thrown into a relatively impossible situation, but um, I'm sorry, dude. You don't get to come to the table and go, yeah, man, there were times when I was just trying to, you know, find seats for my folks. It's like, <laughs> okay, brother, yeah. let's let's not blow this out of shit. Yeah. You could have had the fucking meeting in the stands. Nobody's in the fucking It's like know, looking at the, the stadium. Yeah. It's like looking at the late 90s Yankee roster and be like, I had to fucking bench somebody. I don't know why we couldn't win. Shut the fuck up. What are you kidding me? I I don't, you know, it's like he's blaming logistics for what happened here. And you're like, "Eh, brother, come on. I got to be honest. Thomas very easily held a team meeting. I don't know. In the fucking massive ass whatever 45,000 seat stadium you built there. And, you know, I can't, I can't stress. I can't stress this enough. Thomas Tuchel kept the team together when the fucking country kicked out the owner of Chelsea and made him fucking relinquish all banned any sales. Banned sales. They couldn't. They had to fucking. The players had to pay their own way to travel in European mm-hmm. football, and Thomas Tuchel was able to keep it together. Then, like people, the fucking owner of the company or the owner of the team was on the run as a fucking war criminal and they yeah. were able to keep it together. So don't tell me like, Oh, it was tough. Cause there was a couple of injuries this year. Get fucked, dude. Get out of here. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. And like, I, like I said, I, I have empathy for the fact that he got thrown into the mess that had no plan. And yeah. I get that. That's tough. You don't get to make the excuse logistics, no. right? Like 
I think I think there's much more to be said for locker room dynamics, losing certain players, not having a fucking plan. Yeah, no, I I completely agree with that because I've seen it firsthand in real life at the Great American shakeup that I hinted at earlier. Um, I know you're probably not prepared for this, Frank, but uh, the Denton Soccer Sparks team recently lost their head coach. Yeah, I know. Oh, man. The, listen, the, the co-ed seven and under team does not know what to do with themselves right now. Is there is there a possibility for... Um, can we splice in white flag by Dido in this section just as an undertone? Oh, I'll sing it. It's the same thing. Same thing. I'll just, I'll just loop it. Anyway. Um, yeah, but specifically specifically the part where she sings about going down with the ship. Oh, oh, the coach and my daughter's uh, soccer team did not go down with the ship. She bailed the fuck out after the second game, yeah. Frank. Bailed out. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I am a diehard I will go down with the ship. Frank's a dog. Okay. He is gonna he's gonna fight yeah. like a dog and he's going down like a dog. He is a fighter. Yeah. Um Coach Christie was not a fighter. I gotta be honest with you. I'm gonna use her I'm gonna use her full name, Coach Christie. You know who you are. Um I don't wanna say worst soccer coach I've ever seen, but I'm just gonna tell you her goal differential was eighteen. <laughs> For in, those keeping stats, in two games, seven-year-old soccer. <laughs> oh, you didn't even really need to keep stats. <laughs> oh, I did. Oh God, I uh, did. Uh, it was well, Brian. Uh, Brian, I retract my white flag statement uh-huh. because I might at eighteen to nothing. I might have to throw my hands up and surrender. I. You know what? Best thing she could have done. Best thing. Best move she made all season. Got to be honest <laughs> with you, because. Uh, yeah, firing herself. Firing herself. <laughs> An unceremonious suicide I, at the I, helm. I'm, I'm an unvolunteer. I'm for this position. It's like that time that I took my family to a restaurant that had a fucking set menu, and they started complaining the moment they sat down and didn't see a fucking menu they could order off of, and I just walked to the hostess. I was like, listen, I know we've been here for an hour waiting. I have made a mistake. <laughs> I can't. I can't. This is on this me. me. Y'all have done nothing wrong. But the fucking white trash that I came here with can't handle this. Okay. So we're going to go to Olive Garden. <laughs> we're just going to cut. <laughs> okay. I don't even know. The prefix menu got that's hilarious. That really is good, dude. That's fucking. <laughs> That is that is bulletin board material. That's great. So, so I mean, I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of prefix either. But to not be able to like process, couldn't deal with this it. Is couldn't deal with <laughs> do it. Do they not go to what do they do at weddings? Couldn't they don't? I don't know. But we're like, yeah, it was that was a whole experience. Pull up with their own grill. It's all right, fellas. We got our baby. Don't worry. What do you mean you don't got marshmallow spread? <laughs> I love a marshmallow spread, <laughs> sir. It's what kind chicken. Of what kind of appetizer are you running here? <laughs> I'm sorry. We no no well, we God. we don't have ketchup. I'm very sorry. But how else am I going to get sir, this? We are serving. How else am I going to get this shrimp serving. down? Well. It's ceviche, so I hope you can get ceviche down without ketchup, but okay. Uh, no, so 
Coach Christie unceremoniously fired herself via text message, which I felt like was pretty shitty. Like, you don't do it to my face, you know, coach? Do it to my fucking face. Did you face. expect a phone call? <laughs> yes. A personal apology for my daughter getting her ass kicked. Like, I, I, I couldn't even make eye contact with me after the last 10 to nothing loss. Okay. <laughs> fucking nuts i like i think the best i think the best bit about this is, is she retracted her daughter from the- <laughs> yes she did she knew she couldn't show her fucking face around the fucking around the <laughs> campgrounds you can't show it's up to like camp just- new after fucking the entire team over for two whole games i'm just I'm sorry, Jenny. I don't really care about your team camaraderie. Yeah. We're out. We're out. Yeah, listen, I know that this 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 uh this league is all about building up teamwork and the skills that you need to grow from. I'm gonna teach my kid the skill of fucking quitting while you're behind. All right. Quitting. I don't give a shit how much you like sport, Jenny. How many fucking times do I have to tell you? We're out. I got to tell you, her kid did not like the sport. And I say that because in the second game that she coached, she shows up. The game starts at 9. She shows up at 8.58. Not a good look, Coach Christie. Not a good look. Uh, Brian is on the pitch. No warm-up. Brian's on the pitch leading warm-up with found soccer balls and my daughters. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, all right, coming in hot, everybody. No goalkeeper because fucking who knows what's about to happen here. Who needs it? Who needs it because none of y'all are going to play defense because y'all haven't practiced it. Uh, So we're just going to go for the goal here. So Coach Christie shows up two minutes before kickoff and uh, get our asses pounded. It was like 8 nothing in the third quarter. Yeah, that's right. They play quarters over here in Denton. Uh, but in the third quarter, some kid fucking shows up. Some kid who has not been there the entire day, okay? Just shows up in the third quarter. We are full 30 minutes into this game. Kid shows up. Coach Christie goes, oh, I don't know what your fucking name is. I didn't even bother learning it. I, I is Brian. Coach Christie knew, her na- knew his name. He's like, oh, I don't have my jersey. So to recap, this motherfucker shows up 30 minutes late with no jersey, cleats on, and a ringer, ringer, right? That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, (laughs) this motherfucker's about to play? Are you? Look out, bitches. We're fucking bringing the heat right now. Coach Christie makes her daughter take off her jersey on the sideline, give it to the kid. And I'm like, shit. Fucking messy junior is coming out here and is about to start nutmegging kids (laughs) and just fucking drilling it off the woodwork no we had one shot on goal all day and that happened in the first like five minutes of the game so uh late kid contributed absolutely fuck all to the match um got got beat 10 nothing that game he she she quits via text message and then has the audacity to be like parents anybody want to volunteer or else or else we have to forfeit the season have to dissolve the franchise. Yeah, the f- franchise is doing a lot of lifting in that sentence, Frank. <laughs> um, or did you volunteer yourself to? I text. I immediately texted Mrs. Brian, and I was like, "This is your chance. This is your one shot. You get to step up and be the soccer coach you knew you could always be." And she sent me back a picture of her flipping the camera off, which I felt like was rude. Um, uh, that is kind of yeah. But, Man, but don't be so sensitive. Uh, Jacob's mom stepped up. And let me just tell you right now, Jacob's mom fucking 
at least has watched a game of soccer because <laughs> first thing she did was like she sends out a text message to the fi- like the group like the family thread. Okay, Mr. Remove X coach. Uh, no, this is the fucking shady part. Oh, it was so Here fucking comes good. The heat. Hold on. Oh, I Here fucked up. I should have. I should have had this like pulled up and ready to go. But yeah, she didn't. She didn't remove the former coach. Okay. <laughs> didn't remove. Oh, captain, my captain. Oh, captain, my captain. Uh, so she says. She says. Thanks first off, for not introducing me. I'll be taking over from here. Yeah, she says. Uh, Oh, fuck. No, I guess she did remove the coach. Now I feel like a giant asshole. God damn. That's okay. Was I, she shit talking coach in the thread? She did. She was like, the first yeah. thing we're going to do is go over fundamentals and get a, a team strategy together. Okay. Okay. Good, good. Um, uh, uh, we're going to grow more and learn the fundamentals of soccer. <laughs> if you have any questions, <laughs> call me. And you know what? First game last week, we lost. But we lost three to nothing instead of fucking ten to nothing. Oh, which okay. Much better. Would much better. Um, we actually had a formation, which was good because the uh, opponents that we played last week were a very tight knit squad. Um, Frank, I don't know if you saw the pictures that I sent of last week's game, but the coach of last week's game looked like Gareth fucking Bale. <laughs> he wore fucking cleats. He wore cleats. <laughs> Now, hey, so, 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 hold on before you get into at it. At that age, hold on before you get into right, it. Right. I want to cover real quick the opposing team's coach. It should be pointed out this motherfucker okay. shows up in cleats, soccer shorts, a branded soccer jersey with the team name on it. Legends, that's the team name. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hair in a little man bun, ponytail situation. He did. He had the Gareth Bale. Very man bun. Gareth Bale vibe. He looked, he was ready to go. He kept screaming at the kids the entire match. He kept screaming. Oh, that's not cool. Recycle! Recycle! And the team would start oh, okay. kicking I, it back. That is a, that is a true. Yeah. Now, he also screamed, get up several times when one of the kids was flopping. Now, hilarious because Two times this kid went down, he it, it seemed very suspect. The third time this kid went down, he got the shit kicked out of his legs. Like, he he was on the ground so hard, it looked like someone shot him in the head, okay? And the coach is blowing fucking blood vessels in his face, screaming, get up. Because this kid went down right in front of goal, and he was... The the safest way I could say this was he was in the way for their fucking goal scorer from scoring a goal. Like the goal, the kid oh, no. kid got, gets the ball and has to run around him. Okay, scores a goal, the third goal of the match. Not good for Team Sparks, but the coach is screaming, no. "Get up, get up!" And then he has to walk out on the pitch, help the kid up. Can't sub him because there's only seven players on his team. The the eight and nine never showed up. I think because they were tired of being yelled at by the fucking Nazi coach. Frank, let me let me just ask you, what number do you think his kid, the coach's kid, wore on the pitch? What number jersey? Because, you know, we get to kind of self-assign numbers. What number please, jersey? Please tell me it's 10. You think it's 10? That's a good guess. Very, very like... 10 or 9. 10 or 9, both very good guesses. Would you be surprised if I told you he was a volunteer coach? He doesn't have a kid on the field. He's screaming at strangers' kids. <laughs> Dressed, oh, no. dressed in. Who let that happen? I, 
I don't, I don't know. Fucking weirdo. This guy gets up early on a Saturday morning, goes out to Denton Parks and wreck, fucking laces up his cleats in the parking lot, and yells at other people's kids, seven and under soccer <laughs> league. I guess fucking genius. Get on him. <laughs> Let out that... Recycle. Uh, anger management program. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to let that go. I didn't want to let that go. Okay. <laughs> okay. So goose frama is not part of his program. Um, here's what I'll say. There, there's a fine line in youth sports mm-hmm. for, you know, introducing them to taking something serious, which is important. Yeah. Versus, you know, um, you know, okay, youth sports are fun, no doubt about it. Um, but you're also there with your team, and your team is expecting a certain level of commitment. Yep. Right. So there's that. There's that balance there, and I do like it when the coaches, you know, have a little bit of structure. I don't like oh, yeah. the coach who shows up and he's like, "Oh yeah, I've got my fucking you know Anheuser Busch T-shirt on." And oh, sorry, my fucking, my uh, my far my my conservative beer shirt on. Thank you. My whatever my New Balances from uh-huh. like 1984 and you know khaki shorts. And that's it, not really. And at least dress the part. So I, 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 I respect him. Cleats excessive. <laughs> For um, seven and under. Dressing the part. <laughs> yeah, dressing the part. Okay, cool. Um, you know, whatever. Little structure. You're the coach. Fine. Um, yelling at the kids, rarely if ever acceptable. <laughs> if you're yelling, recycle. Okay, that's fair, right? That's the kids that's, had that's hand normal... signals. The kids had fucking <laughs> hand signals. They're like pointing and shit, like they're goddamn calling for yeah, plays. But... It was, it was, it was something cool to watch. However, to know that they were being accurately and effectively defended by a team that just got fucking throttled ten to nothing and nine to one the last two not weeks, good. not great. Yeah. <laughs> no. So, so recycle yelling. Okay, fine. Yelling at kids to get up. That 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 right there, that's the line, fella. And that probably also then leads back to the fact that the cleats came on, right? So oh, I think yeah. he's got a full cycle of just fucking misinformed <laughs> this is seven and under soccer going on here. Cause that is I mean, that's fucking messed up. But my my niece plays in the kickball league and her coach is good. They play this one team who the coach it's volunteer kickball by the way um there there's a coach in the league who keeps stats and watches game tape yikes i hate that that guy needs to be on a fucking (laughs) list no it's a lady that lady needs to be on a a lady can be on a list too a lady can show up as a red dot on an app that's i don't like that that's fucking cringy who's watching tape Um, on kickball This hey, this motherfucker's got a wicked jump ball. No, she she watches tape on the other teams, watches tape on her own teams, and then sends out like no. notes to each player. Like this week, you know, oh, this is what you God. need to look for, etc. It's t- too fucking dude. Unless you're playing like hyper competitive, uh, hyper competitive right. Division One kickball, the note should be, "Hey, we're gonna look out for the ball this week." All right, everybody, get in there and have a good game. All right. Exactly. I, I don't. Yeah, you're just you're just actively ruining it for kids. I, uh, Americans' obsession with specializing in sports and becoming good at such a young age—it's just—it's weird. 
it's the same concept so of like, weird. how am I going to be drunk all day if I don't start in the morning? How's my kid going to be a professional athlete if he doesn't start at two? You know? Yeah. Is that not how it works? Yeah. I mean, I, I understand if like by 14 or 15, the kid's uh, chosen a sport or yes. two that they want to become good at. Camps get involved in all this shit. These kids playing AAU basketball at nine and ten. What in the fuck are we doing? Like, get get out of here. No, we're not having fun. So we're doing. So you know who is having fun? Mm-hmm. Us. Thank you again, Frank, for a, another are. wonderful episode of No Beer Left yeah, Behind. Rip-roaring. Yeah, a rip roaring episode. Uh, not as much BBQ talk this week, but you know what? Fuck it. No. We we had a good convo between the two of us. We carried the yeah. fucking team. High five, Frank. Okay. High five. <laughs> Fuck Willem, right? In his fucking prior. Yeah, you, remember last week when we were like, oh yeah, we're back. Yeah, hey, we are back, bitches. And we, we will back. be back, I don't know, sometime. We're not going to fucking put a commitment on it. What are we? We're in an open relationship, you and I, yeah. uh, the listener and, and nobody left behind. We can see we can see other people if we want to, right? Right? Okay, anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah. you can see us on your favorite podcast app. Be sure to tell friends. And uh, until next time, for Brian here in North Texas, I am out. Until next time, for Frank in a very stormy ATX, as you're driving down the road this week contemplating life, just remember that the only difference between a computer and an American is that an American doesn't have troubleshooting. I'm out.